and when I did theatre, they all listened to like the poppiest pop songs ever, and I was like, okay, and I just forced into it, and I was like, all of a sudden, I'm singing along to like, I don't care who you are, yep. where you're from, you just get it by osmosis. What you did, as long as you love me, baby. Did you? Was it unappreciated the way I was staring in your eyes then? Oh, I didn't even know. I was just. <laughs> Trying to take myself mentally somewhere else. <laughs> we often get grief about the head we pour in our beer. Did you know that? You pour the beers. Yeah, um, I do pour the beers. Well, no, you pour you pour them sometimes. Occasionally, when you have to get a second. Yes, on the rare it. occasion. The rare. You, you've actually slowed down a little bit. I have a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or was it the Chinese drinking? But no, that's th- more like torture. I think it's because. Because your partner's now back working, yeah, I feel the need to skedaddle slightly earlier. Oh right, yeah, yeah, okay. Rather than just kind of hang about. Okay. So she's got work in the morning. Basically, she's got work in the morning. I don't want to be hanging about, being a disruption. Fair enough. Well, in a couple of nights, we're gonna we're gonna have a late night. Right. Would you like to know why I'm wearing maroon? Because of state of origin. <laughs> yes, state of O. Check out Mark's channel in a, probably tomorrow by the time you're watching this. Rugby League. Rugby League. Uh, State of Origin, New South Wales versus Queensland. Have but we, we started working. the podcast, have we? This uh, is a podcast. This is a podcast about rugby. Two Cents gets distracted. Uh, so far, we've talked about boy bands. And Rugby League. You're kind of off-center. Is that better? I think the camera needs to come slightly that way. Uh, you reckon? Don't you reckon? Uh, you got, yeah, a, you got, a, bit of, got a bit of wall over here. We're miles off today. Shit. Lucky, I, lucky I checked that. Yeah. Not you're, just a pretty face. You're not even that. Ah. Wait. Okay. Hold on. You're really seeing how the sausage is made today. You don't really want to see how a sausage is made, to be honest. There you go. That's better, right? That's much better. Look at should, you. should we start again? Look then? at you cranking that shaft. You know me. I can crank a shaft with the best of them. That's why you like the Free Jacks. <laughs> <laughs> That's your team. That's my team. How are they going? Uh, I didn't follow They're the from Boston, week. aren't they? In your New England, yeah. Yeah. So the New England Patriots yeah. and the New England Free Jacks. Free Jacks. Do you think there are people out there who genuinely are into who like the Free Jackers more than they like the New England Patriots. I think there's a few people who get turned off by the kind of commercial nature of the NFL. Oh, yeah. And they find themselves in the loving embrace. I almost said loving embrace. I don't know what that means. But the loving embrace of kind of semi-professional rugby in the Mm. States. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And it's kind of hipster almost. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I actually like rugby. Yeah, like, did you watch the Patriots? Like, no, no, no. No, no, no. The Jackers. Watch the hand Jackers. I'm not watching that shit where every time someone needs to take a piss break, we'd go for ads, basically. Yeah, exactly. So many ads when you watch American sport. That's how they can make so much money. Yeah, they do make a lot. Have you ever watched the MLR? No. They they sometimes, they, because... They crank the ads into that? They do stop... You know how sometimes if it's really hot, they stop rugby games for a water break? Yes. They have an enforced water break in the MLR, no matter the weather, even if it's like Boston freezing cold. (laughs) The water break brought to you by MyZone. Because they show some ads, yeah. Right. So it's got a little touch of that American feel for it. I do feel like it would be... If it brings in the money, I'm it's, not That's the thing. It's kind of like, like the, you know, the angel and devil on your shoulder. Like rugby has so many stoppages. Like you and yeah. I have skipped through so many games. Like 
this potential ad break, ad break, ad break, ad yeah, break. You, just a little. If you want to bring in the quiche, just a sneaky little this. This penalty shot is brought to you by. <laughs> this reset scrub was brought to you by Two Cents on Tour. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Reset scrum break. <laughs> scrum breaks, line out breaks, man. Yeah. You're like TMO review brought to you by. Yeah. Honestly. Well, in, in Australia, until they do that, they'll be like the Harvey Norman replay. Yeah. Do we sponsor our replays? Don't think so. But there's heaps of potential for that because rugby yeah. just has so many stoppages. Not that I'm saying I want all the ads, but if you want to bring money into the game, there's an easy winner. Exactly. If we want to compete and we want to keep our best players. Yeah, because I mean, the commentators are basically just filling dead air when they're like waiting for the scrum to be reset. Speaking of ads... I was at the game this weekend, by the way. Uh, I went to a rugby game. I, I don't went believe the, it. I went to the Blues and uh, the Waratahs. <laughs> okay. And one of the things I really like about going, the, the new match day experience, mm-hmm. no advertising on the on the pitch. Yeah, it's, it's all, all computer generated. It's just a green screen. So the players don't get paint all over themselves yeah, when they fall over yeah, in the scrum. Yeah. And I quite enjoy it. It like, keeps the, the playing mm. surface quite pure. That's right. It's quite great. I still remember the first time I noticed that, and it was at that... Remember I've told you several times about the time I went to Sydney to watch the Waratahs play the Blues? With your mate who was rabid. That's right. And I was watching the game. Oh, by the way, I've then... got something stuck in my teeth, so that's really okay. going to irritate me you, for this whole podcast. You get rid of that. I can't. <laughs> I've got like a like a cavity area right oh, now. Okay. And the, the dentist said I could fill that in, and I said, nah. Oh, yeah. Don't need it. And he was like, yeah, builds character, that shit. <laughs> I remember watching the game and then I watched the replay the on way, the big screen and I looked back and I was like, before you go on, okay. I've got this horrible thing. Whenever I see dentists, I, the first thing I do, I don't do this to any other profession. I walk in, I go, I don't want you to take this, I don't want you to take this personally, but I fucking hate you. And then they go, oh, I get it. I understand. Nice. Imagine that was your job. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. Lawyers. I used to priests. work, I used to work for the ministry of justice. Yeah, and I would get lawyers sometimes handing us in because we're talking two thousand and six, like documents. Yeah, and I took great pleasure being a government kind of official. What's the proper word here? Bureaucrat. Bureaucrat, and just being like that that prick who's like, "That's not the right form," (laughs) (laughs) or like that form needs to go to the district court, not the high court. Take Uh, your forms and there's the door. This is a C one six. You want a C one A? I love that. Yeah, it was great. I got to be that. That guy, I got to. I had one guy. experience. Okay, we'll get back to this already. Second, I promise. But I. It's not uh, a great story. One of my first job, I was a petroleum distribution technician. Okay, you're yeah, lubing up. I was lubing up the, the holes I, <laughs> with gas. Uh, I was shucking my shaft in and filling it full of petrol. Right. So I was a petrol pumpy, right? And it was back in the days before. What petrol station? I pumped gas at a mobile. I was a mobile on the corner of Sunnybrae Road and Northcote Road. Okay, I was on Manukau Road. Oh, quite far away. Definitely. Probably yeah. different owners. Yeah, probably. One was owned by Leonard. I don't know Leonard. Okay. <laughs> he was a bit of a dick. <laughs> yeah, my manager was a name, woman named Cherie. Right. I'm sure she wasn't watching, but she was a ghastly old lady. Uh, but anyway, sorry, Cherie, if you're watching. Um, uh, so it was back in the day where you we actually had to put up like numbers like it was like an old cricket oh, pitch, yes. basically. To change the price to of the petrol, the it wasn't a digital sign. And I had to change the price from like... 89 cents to a dollar 20 which is a that's massive, a lot of changes <laughs> it's a big jump and i was just getting it was like i did it at like 7 30 in the morning and just people honking me going Fuck it. And i was just <laughs> on my ladder just looking around going, 
I don't make these decisions. Yeah, I don't because people give you so much grief. But yeah. I'd be like, I, it's not, it's not me, man. But yeah. so I, instead of being defensive, I just bathed in it. Nice. It's like a revel in it. I was a telly, I was a telly fundraiser for oh, a bit. Oh man, you were just a prick. <laughs> I was a telly fundraiser, and I didn't. It was a horrible job to do. But yeah. um, my colleagues, whenever they would get sworn at at dinner time, like who's the you think you are calling yeah. me at dinner? This is ridiculous. Yeah. You can't do this to be all this sort of stuff. Mm. And then I get off the phone and be like, he was just so mean. I'd be like, okay. But when people did it to me, I'd be like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love it because nice. I, I felt it was foot totally justified. Nice. But I just kind of, I don't know, maybe nice. maybe that's why I got into YouTube because I just enjoyed the. Just enjoy being harassed. Worn out. Yeah, no. When I worked at the university, I was in an inbound call center for a while. Yeah. And that was fine for the most part because people are calling you for help. Yeah, so you yeah, help yeah. them. But then every now and again, the outbound comms communicator uh, coordinator would come and say, Mark, we need to do some outbound calls mm. for our international students. And they would give you like a time zone. Oh, yeah. Like right now, it's would whatever they give you a time. Script? There was a script, but mm. the thing was, we only worked from like eight in the morning until six at night and there was no good time zone for Germany. Oh. So we had to call the Germans at like the first thing in the morning, but, <laughs> nine, it, was, but nine. It, it was already like, I want to say 10 o'clock or something oh. over there. And I just remember, yeah, calling some old lady. She's just, I don't know if it was the wrong number or you what, but I woke her up and she was not happy. So you couldn't, you couldn't speak any German. She could barely speak I any. I could speak a couple of words in German, but yeah. Not, and, not enough to like be like, this is Mark calling from the University of Auckland. I understand you want to study with us. Oh, my God. How are you going with your application? Do you need a hand? Yeah, yeah. I need some sleep, mother. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, okay. like that. Anyway, we could go on on all that obnoxious... We've had a few obnoxious jobs between the two of us. We have. Fantastic. When we grew up to be obnoxious people. Um, but you were telling me a story about the... Oh, Laura just Tars that I was watching the game and I had this weird moment where I was like, something's not right between the field and the big screen show and the replays. Oh. And it took me an embarrassingly long time to be like... <laughs> There's no marketing on there, on the, but it's on the screen. Yeah, I just, remember that going to World Cup games in 2011. That's one thing I liked about the fields was just like pristine, pristine. But they they're pristine on the on the. They don't show advertising on the pitches during the World Cup either. Yeah, keep that shit pure. I quite like it. Yeah, same know. with the jerseys. You're not allowed to have your sponsors and stuff on there. You're only allowed your yeah, it's great. Eh? Team logo, countries, team logo. Oh, and that's why the Springboks always get, end up with their bock on the um on the sleeve. Because they have the pro tier on the jersey, and then they have the, I think, manufacturer, like Essex, and then the, because yeah. you're only allowed the two, then oh, the block the... has to end up on the sleeve. Really? Yeah. So the pro, they're, because the pro tier is what the cricketers, cricketers use. Yeah. The South Africans are not generally big fans of it. They'd rather, I think, if you go, they'd rather the, the box. Yeah. But because uh, it's, a, you put the pro tier South African yet? sports teams all have, I think, the pro tier. I could be mistaken. So it's like a South African sports association yeah, thing. So the, the box always when ends up put, on the sleeve. I think the wallaby ends up on the sleeve as well. Nobody refers to them as the pro tiers. I know. Jeepers creepers. You know we are going to talk about South Africa's you know squad because the that's been announced. You know what the pro tiers, we'll do super rugby first. Pro tiers, the cricket team are really good at. I haven't watched South African cricket since... They are fantastic at choking at World Cups. Oh. They have choked at every tournament. They, they ever won it? I, th I don't know. I think they've won one ICC tournament. Alan Donald. That's like my peak cricket watching oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who was, was the ginger guy? Oh, John T. Uh, Rhodes was one of my yeah, favorites. Yeah, incredible fielder. Yeah, amazing. Sean Pollock. Yes, that's the, the guy I was yeah, thinking yeah. of. I love cricket. Yeah. I absolutely love it. I used to be a big cricket fan. Yeah. Yeah. I remember once going to a food court when the Indian cricket team 
were in New Zealand, and mm -hmm. there was just half of the Indian cricket team having some food in a cheap old food court. And I was with my Fiji Indian mate oh, wow. and his girlfriend, and I was like, and they were like, I was like, that's that's oh, Rahul Dravid. It, it wasn't Rahul Sashin Dravid. It was Saurav Ganguly oh. and Ajit Agurka, who's got these big ears. Oh. And I was like, that's Ajit Agurka, and he's like. Who the fuck's the Jita Gurkha? <laughs> so he was in the, the Indian didn't even know. No, that's the thing. His girlfriend gave him so much grief oh about God. this white guy knows more about the Indian cricket team than you do. I know that we are not, it's a quiet week in rugby because I've, I've finished half of my beer and we have not touched rugby. Touched this rugby. is a rugby podcast. You can find all your regular podcasts. Like Spotify and iHeartRadio. Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. And Stitcher. Um, and we do talk. So I, I did put a little thing last week saying skipped here to go to the okay. rugby. Someone asked about that as well, I think. Yeah. yeah. Someone put a little comment. I do have on the agenda the four Super Rugby quarterfinals uh -huh. and the old Springbok squad, which is out. All right. But before I touch on the actual I, games, you're going to have to you, fill me in. You mentioned you went to the Waratahs Blues. I did. Game. I did. And I just wanted to kind of, we, we've been talking a little bit in the last few weeks about kind of the interest levels uh -huh. in super rugby this year here in New Zealand. I want to give you another kind of real life example of where things were at. Uh -huh. So my son played on Saturday. Uh-huh. Blues Waratahs game was on Friday. Where did so he play? Where did my son play? Yeah. At uh, the Trusts Arena. It's just, okay, just down yeah. the road. It's a home game. So we a second walk for you. Pretty much. Yeah, nice. Yeah, just down the road. So we, nice. we get there. The coach arrives. And he's got his twin sons. They are amazing, by the mm -hmm. way. The twin boys, Regan and Kian, they are unbelievable. Yeah, because they are just both rough as guts. And they're always fighting. And then when they are oh, playing rugby, they stop fighting each other and start fighting. Get into, the, get into the NRL. They, they are rough as guts. But, but they're great. They're great. They've got the mongrel in them. Oh, they're real mongrel. They're not that big. Hungry they're for the, two little white for, kids, but they are, for the ball. They, are, yeah, they are tough kids. You can tell they've just spent their entire twin lives fighting each other and competing for everything. It does make you tough. Not, I'm not going to sound super tough, but like I had an older brother who yeah. bit the crap out yeah, of me. It, 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 like, it just, and it just like, so when like, so when you play rugby in New Zealand, schoolboy rugby, and you're a white kid. You, in Auckland, anyway. Yeah, in Auckland. You, you play, I remember playing in fifth grade, and you had to be over 70 kilos. Right. And I was like 70.5 kilos and mm. just scraped in. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're playing 110 kilo yeah, yeah, Island yeah. kids, and you're like, oh, yeah. I've been getting smashed by... This is like being smashed by my big brother. Yeah, you know? basically. Yeah. No, you can tell, because my son's got a younger sister. So, yeah. if anything, he's been getting told, leave your sister alone yeah, right. all the time. So, he's yeah. one of the softer kids in the team. Yeah, old... But anyway, yeah, so sorry. we get to the game and the coach is telling us, oh yeah, I took to the kids of the game at the weekend, the Waratahs game. And then one of the other dads, his first reaction to that, the, he took his sons to the Blues-Waratahs game, a yeah. quarterfinal here in Auckland is, so you weren't watching the Warriors? Yeah. That's literally his first reaction. Like his kid's in the freaking union team as well. But he's just like, no, I was watching the Warriors. What's yeah, wrong with you? The Warriors are on he's a, incredulous. Warriors are on a tear. <sighs> Yeah, but the irritating thing right now as a Warriors and Blues fan is they keep on the same time. same time. It's unbelievable. Well, I guess this one wasn't always destined to be a Blues game. Yeah, that's true. Um, and it's so irritating because the Warriors, because primetime Warriors get a bit of a naff time slot from mm. the Australians. They always get put on at... Um, Early, right? No, they always get put on a freaking Australian after... No, the afternoon. Okay. Four o'clock on an afternoon. Okay. Which is a pretty crappy time so it's okay. not too bad for viewing and stuff but prime time is friday and friday night right so friday night they were playing at 8 p.m new zealand time okay so and the game kicked off at 7 35 okay. slightly later kickoff for the blues mm. um but in terms of how i ended up there at four o'clock i had no intention whatsoever of going 
got a text from my cousin going, I think I've got um, tickets to a box. Do you want to come along? Oh, wow. And I was like... Corporate. Corporate time. And I went along. It, was, it, had, it, wasn't, actually, it wasn't a corporate box, his, um, but it was the corporate lounge, right. essentially. So you're meant to be dressed up and stuff. Well, not dressed up. You can, people wear That's jeans. That's the area where you can go out onto that little kind of balcony yeah. if you want, but back in the other way, there's a lot of catering and stuff. At the back, it's just a big... Big hall. A big, massive hall with yeah. three bars in it, basically, yeah. where you can yeah. get food. And you can I get, want and if you ask to for, if you ask for a, If you ask for a wine or something like that, they'll give you a glass. Okay. You're classy. But it's quite, it's a sweet little setup. So this accounting firm was just taking care of us all night. Mm. And at the end, so there was like eight of us or, so, or 12 of us or something like that. And um, at the end of your little row, there's just a beer fridge. There's mm. a box with a, a beer fridge and it's... Free for all. Yeah, it's, nice. it's pretty sweet. It's a yeah. sweet little gig. And then at the end of the game, it was a great little Friday. Um, I went inside. You know, he has to like do the trudge out of the mm. um, out of Eden Park, and if you want to go find somewhere, you have to figure out. And you have yeah. to wait to get in. Yada yada yada. You just walk straight from your seats up the stands into a bar. Nice. And into a bar which was playing the end of the last twenty minutes of the Warriors game, which nice. was phenomenal. So almost a perfect little Friday to be honest oh, with you. Go. Although the Warriors, the Blues game. Well, it was fine. It wasn't incredible, but it was fine. Okay, I guess we need to get into the game. Let's itself, talk then. about some rugby, everybody. It's quarterfinal number one. Yes. Did you know the result? The Blues and the Waratahs. Do, do I? I went to the game. <laughs> that doesn't answer the question. <laughs> I think the Blues snuck that one. Forty-one twelve. But you know what? Didn't actually feel that dominant the game. And, First half was tighter. And they, the Warriors, the Blues Warriors. were. Sorry, they're Jeez, on my that's, brain. That's how dominant the NRL yeah, is at the moment. Yeah, the Blues were um, sloppy. Mm. Sloppy for the first twenty We've minutes. We've been that way for a while though. Mm. We've not been hitting our straps throughout the entire season. Really, Pat Lamb was playing a bit odd. Um, we had a lot of back football. Pat Lamb. Wow, he's come out of oh, coaching Lamb, and back in play. Lamb. And AJ's rolling back the clock. <laughs> Pat Lamb. What are they called? No, I was better AJ Lamb? A, yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. One of the lambs. I'm sure he's related. <laughs> There's too many lambs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, give me a sheep. Um, so, yeah, I thought he, was, he wasn't He was looking mm. particularly great. Yeah. We were getting sort of flat ball. We weren't really dominating the ruck. They got mm. that early try that kind of yeah. put the shits up everybody. Yeah. And um, old Ned, Ned it wasn't until old Talia just, you know, Did Talia didn't actually make a lot of ground in that mm. thing that started the try, but just electrified the crowd. Yeah, kept the tacklers off him, kept the ball just alive. Had freaking, was covered in grease or something, covered mm. in Vaseline. He does loop himself um, up before games. Oh, boy, oh, boy. And uh, yeah, quite an incredible try, that first yeah. one from old Finlay Christie. Finlay Christie. Yeah, and then the Fords fronted up. I mean, Lalala mm. got one, Riccatelli got one, so... Well, yeah, every time we went down there, we just seemed to walk away with points, mm. Whereas the Tars missed a few chances. They had that yeah. one where Peach dropped the ball over the line, mm. and then they had a couple of lineouts go awry, so... It's actually quite satisfying when you're at the game and you haven't seen a drop ball, and you're just sort of like, ah, oh, bugger, let's go back into it, and then... Just hanging around, just talking to someone, and then all of a sudden they show a replay, and you You're see, like, oh, hey! and the crowd just goes up. Yeah, it's yeah, quite yeah. satisfying. Actually, good. I can't actually really remember being in a crowd when that sort of happened. Mm. But. I enjoyed what that. was the atmosphere like from up in the the lofty heights? Of the oh, up in the corporate seats. Um, yeah, it was pretty good. But just in terms of your earlier point about your. Um, son's team and the father there i sat next to my cousin and i sat next to him, some other corporate dude and they both said to me this is I haven't watched any rugby this year this will be a treat um they mm. don't talk like that but um and then they proceeded to sort of just say 
like you know when someone knows rugby but hasn't watched a lot of rugby yeah, yeah. recently and they're just like why is he why are they kicking it look that guy's open pass and then all of a sudden they're a freaking expert yeah and like they're just they're lovely lovely people but mm. i was just like oh yeah yeah, a, a little bit of knowledge is worse than no knowledge. This is you true. You know, like someone who knows a little bit, because he like knew a lot about all black rugby, and like mm. not my cousin, the other guy. Well, my cousin knows a lot too, but the guy so he was a lovely guy, but he was just every time they put up a bomb or something, he was like, oh, stop checking it!" And then, the, but he'd look at Talia or somebody like wide. He was like, "It looks on the ground like there's a lot of space in front of him, but you know that space gets closed down." Yeah. and he'd be like, "What?" Makes no sense. Yeah. We're playing. And he was just like going, we are playing like shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you do yeah. get those fans at, at yeah, every yeah, game. But yeah, I mean, yeah. those are the fans you need to get at the game. Yeah, yeah. The you people need who aren't the kind of hardcore fans. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. The ones just tuning up for free booze. Basically, mm. yeah. But did that game at 41-12 kind of justify some of our earlier comments about too many teams qualifying for the playoffs? Yeah, well... Because it if, seemed to at that time. We do get a couple of other games later on, which we'll get if, to. If, but. if we didn't get um, the Reds-Chiefs game, I yeah. would wholly agree with you. Right. But I'm only 50% agreeing with you. Yeah. Because for whatever reason, we'll get into that Chiefs-Blues game. No, sorry, the Chiefs-Reds game. Yeah. That was one of my favorite games of the year 100%. so far. 100%. Just an absolute fireball of a game. And that was 1v8. Mm. And for some reason... The Reds are a different team when they play. It was a bit of a bogey when, team for the old Chiefs, eh? When they play the White, play Waikato, and it, sorry to go about the Warriors. It, it reminds me. Tony likes league. I do like league. It reminds me of the relationship that uh, the Warriors used to have with the Storm. Okay. And the Storm, and they beat all the, conquering NRL side. All conquering, and they always used to trap up. Back in the day, they've had a very successful run for the last decade. But there was a good. <laughs> There was a good eight-year period where everyone would get smoked by the storm, and for some reason, the Island Boys just throwing it about, and the and the Warriors just shat all over their structures, and mm. they and we bit them a number of times in massive games. Mm. So um, yeah, it reminds me. There's some yeah, there are some teams that are just you know styles make fights. Mm. Yeah, yeah, styles make fights. Oh, you know, back to the Blues. Forty-one twelve. Good atmosphere. Uh it. It wasn't as bad as I thought it might be. Okay. Like, not a massive crowd, but not... It was decent. Theatric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could hear the crowd on the TV when there were, like you said, those moments. With big moments, you could hear the crowd getting into oh, it. Oh, the crowd really got into it for that Finlayson try. But to be honest, it's, it is a bit deflating. Like, it might look better on the screen. Like, the not deflating, but just not that electrifying when there's just a close-to-the-line diving at the... Um, close to the line try like you can mm. just see further I, I try not to watch the screens I try to watch right, the watch actual game yeah. it's a great view up there and you're just watching like quite far away you can't see the, the detail of what's actually mm. going on and pick and go pick and go pick and go it goes quiet in the audience in the crowd a little bit and then you like, the oh, put their hand up like, oh he must have got go. it yeah you know mm. but yeah but the one that really got everyone going was, was Christie's one yeah mm. but a, what a uh Thoughts on on the on New South Wales this this year like pretty pretty limp effort. To, considering in terms of how the other mm. um, quarterfinal teams, particularly the Reds, played mm. with a bit of like guts. Considering your season is literally online, this is do or die. This mm. is finals rugby. They played like round three. I feel know. like they had a few chances in that first half. Like I said, if they line out through a bit better, if they get that peach try, maybe if they rattle the Blues yeah. enough to, to cause something. But the second half, the Blues just ran away with, with it. One they, it was about 
for most of the game, it was like a foregone conclusion. Yeah, that the basically. At no game. point, even when Hannigan scored, I was like, Blues oh, are still going to win this. Yeah, it wasn't stressful. Yeah, there was no, there was no real kind of bite Which about it. Which I kind it, of so. was, as a fan, like, it was nice to sit back and enjoy the game, enjoy the rugby. Yeah. But there's nothing better, as, as long as you win, but there's nothing better than supporting a team in a tight game where yeah, you just get across. Just get the, like the Chiefs, yeah. the Chiefs fans would have had a great match day experience. For sure. A great match day experience. They would have been stressed out of their minds, like going, "We can't lose the bloody eight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. But um, but when you what? get over the line, very satisfying. What? Yeah. Well, what should we move on to that one? Chiefs and Reds, like you said, first Hell against eight, twenty nine, twenty. I think it was at least five lead changes in that game. Yeah. And given that the bookies were saying, I think Reds were going to get done by 22 points or so. Fucking those Reds, man. Jeez. Yeah, they came fired up. They came fired up. They played like a, what I'd imagine in my head a Brad Thorne team would play mm. like. Mm. Like the physicality in that game. Some of brutal. those hits. One of those hits. Like a little bit going back and forth. But the, mm. to be honest, the Reds were up on the, yeah, on the yeah. physical count. Harry Wilson at one point, because he loves to carry that guy. He got absolutely smoked yeah. by... Uh, Brody Retallick yeah, and they showed a right. slow motion replay of it and he's smiling the whole way yeah. he's falling backwards to the ground just going I just got fucking smashed <laughs> by Brody Retallick this that, is awesome yeah exactly that was very very satisfying that was like one of my favourite moments of the weekend because the, the Reds had done their own smashing of the, the Chiefs guys prior so you know what pisses me off I saw a um, a tweet from Andrew Voss and you don't know who Andrew Voss is Andrew not. Voss is a NRL commentator mm-hmm. Um, and he came out with a tweet saying, he's saying, oh, no wonder New Zealand's turning into a league nation. Chiefs and the Reds play in perfect conditions and there was 70 kicks or something. So just like he had no... It had I think a, it was 39 kicks apiece. So there was a lot yeah, of kicking yeah, in that game. There was a lot of kicking in that game, but it was still a cracking game. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. replied back saying, Vossi, I'm a fan because I do like... Um, he's a bit of a knobby, but right. I do like him. Um, but I responded to just saying... Dude, like, you obviously don't watch much of the game. You don't understand the nuances. So your opinion is literally bullshit. Mm. And, you know, I got I got four likes on that. So nice. he replied much... to you, gave you a phone call and walked you through Yeah, no, I, I, said to, I, well, I said in my tweet, go watch the game. I said it was a cracker. Go watch the game and get back to me. Yeah. He didn't respond. Fair enough. Andrew Ross. Yeah, it's probably like me when I talk about league going, oh, these teams all play the same. I- because I don't watch league. Hundred percent. At, at a glance, that's so what, the, get, the, the shellow view. That's I what it really seems like. I really get irritated as a league fan and a union fan. I get irritated. Both, both sides. Both yeah. sides take pot shots at each other, and both of them don't understand the other sport. Yeah. Why can't everyone just be like me? Just you know, get along. Be, watch be, all the sports. Be reasonable and do it my way. Exactly. You know. Just be like Tony. Yeah. Exactly. But um, yeah, twenty. Any South Africans watching? Watch a bit of NRL. Watch the state of O this week. It'll be a nice little... Oh, South little... Africans love the set piece too much to like Lee, I tell you. They love the set piece. Oh, like just... Nobody loves a scrum quite like the South Africans, I tell you that right It's all now. the biltong. It is the biltong. They've got some big units. But anyway, we'll get to the South African oh. squad a bit later. Um, I'm actually feeling quite nervous about that segment that we're going to do. Okay. It's going to be good. Um, <laughs> D-Mac kicked the shit off that ball, man. He got like five penalties in that game. He scored like 19 points. And that was the, that was almost the difference in the game. They um, just kept taking the threes. Liner, the young man, he missed in the first half. He and missed then, about 10 points worth. My dad he? was there when they lined up like a 50-meter shot like in the God. second half. My dad was like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> You're wasting your time. But then he nailed it. Yeah, well, that was... I think he's quality. I think he'll mm. be... A, um, maybe not this year. 
I think he might be slightly undercooked, but he'll be. I think he'll be a wallaby in the future. Have you ever seen those? Comments? Although to be to be fair, in the wallabies, it's mm. they don't have that talent level. So all of a sudden, you see a guy who's like nineteen and shows a touch of promise, and you're like, "Here he comes." Have you ever seen those comments on Reddit where someone says like the duality of rugby, and then they put two like posts where it's like it'll be like that was never a card, and then the other person will be like uh, the next comment will be that was a clear red. You yeah. Know? I I had that with two people. One was like saying that liner looks class. He does. He, he looks like he could be something promising. And the next one was like he cost them the fucking game. Oh, he's useless. Yeah, right. Well, I think he looks promising. I think he looks very promising actually, and uh, he's great genes. You know, Michael Liner was an all time great. So he could have made the All Blacks. That guy. That's a. That's the, and that's there's a, another line that's up massive, in the premiership. That's a, mass, that's a massive backhanded compliment there you go. sort of that we give to other players. They got some good genes, yeah. Two professional rugby playing sons, so it must be doing something, right? Uh, just a little update on this piece of chicken I've got on my teeth. You managed to get it out? No, it's still there. Okay. There you go. Cool. That's for the viewers too. Vunivalu had a pretty good game. Yeah. He I think he signed here. an extension to stay with the union as well. So Yeah, good for the game. Good for the game. Not so good for the Melbourne still. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'd like to get him back, I'm sure. Really? Mm, absolutely. He's not quite the boomerang yet. Not quite. I'm not pleased quite. he's staying. I'm pleased he's staying. But man, the Reds, that does that game, we that, talked about earlier, does that just blow our argument out of the water that there can be eight out of 12 teams qualifying? No, it doesn't blow the argument out of the water. That was just a cracking game of rugby. Mm. And it had that finals feel and all that sort of stuff. But you can't put up with freaking... 18 crap games of rugby for that one good game of mm. rugby. And that good game of rugby was not the rule. It was the exception in mm. terms of, you know, when you saw the Drew and the, and the Crusaders play, mm. uh, like that was, that was painful viewing. Mm. Um, I, I loved it. It did feel like a finals game, but the Reds obviously have some quality. And if they played like that, they'd be top five. Yeah. They'd be top five. Why did they, play? they got now, hammered by the Drew a week before. It just doesn't make sense. I know. Very inconsistent. These teams are just all over the shop. And the Australian teams are just... I try to get them behind the force. They let me down. Mm -hmm. The Reds have bipolar. Yep. You know, the drawer are just like Jekyll and Hyde in terms of whether they're at home or away. Mm -hmm. The Waratahs have just really had a piss The Waratahs had a start to this they bad had, start. And then they kind of were looking to steady the ship a bit. And then finish. they just finished a bit limp. Yeah, and like poor for Michael Hooper yeah, to go poor out. Poor hopes. Yeah. There was a moment where they sent him off for an HIA, and then he came back on without having had one because they're like, "No, you don't need one." It was weird. That is odd. This HIA Can not I... check is brought to you by Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're in a slippery situation, <laughs> um, can I give you a little origin uh, HIA chat just okay. for a second? Tommy Trevojevic, right? That's a mouthful. Uh, yeah. There's two of them, Trebojevic. There's. Uh, I like names of all different. They call him. They call him different uh, pronunciations. They call him the Tommy. They call him Tommy Turbo. Okay. And he's quick. Anyway, uh, so he there's a thing. If you get diagnosed with a uh, concussion, you have an 11 day stand stand down period. Okay. Stand down period. He got given. He got us. Uh, diagnosed with a concussion on the weekend, but he's in the Origin team, so they've made an special allowance for him to play Origin. Uh, because <laughs> his brain is going to be fine. Yeah, because his brain knows its origin. His brain knows its origin, so he's going to man up. <laughs> Jesus, that's awful. Uh, oh dear, yeah. That's just. Uh, that's I don't. Bad. I don't. I, apparently, there was. Is they managed to get rounded on a technicality, and 
Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. That's genuine. Oh, brain brain d- damage is no joke. But he'd be dying to play. He will but be dying he, to play. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Anyway. That was a good game. Naro, I got a try. So Akula got one. When So Akula went over on 76 minutes, that was the game. Yeah, that was. That was, it was a bit... Um, there yeah. wasn't quite that within seven points finish, but it had everything else. It had literally everything else. It yeah. was still all to play for with 10 yeah. minutes to go. The um, Reds getting the lead with like 15 minutes yeah. to go. Oh, oh maybe they can And do just this. seeing the crowd members going, this was, I was just turning, not... out, I was turning up for a pumping. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like how I would have felt if the Waratahs had come up. Yeah. I was like, I was never worried. I didn't no. go to the ground going, this is going to be the last game of the season. Yeah. Last game at Eden Park for the season, which mm-hmm. is a real shame. We've got to mm. go to these dud stadiums I think we got the, the box at Mount Smart yeah we got the box at Mount Smart and uh, that's going to suck well there is a s- slight chance we could have the final if both of the if the, ch- if the Brumbies get up if the Brumbies get up and we get up yeah wow come on Brumbies do it Brumbies come on Brumbies and then we're going to fuck you up quarterfinal three yes Crusaders oh. with their phenomenal home record, barring a loss to the Chiefs in round one, and the Drua, who haven't won an away game since round one, and it pretty much went, according to the script, 49 points to eight. And as we said last week, there is if you want to go to one place that is definitely not a tropical paradise, it's uh, Christchurch. Windy and wet freezing. and uh, freezing cold. And actually, it wasn't that windy or wet, but it was just Christchurch in winter. Cold place. Cold. Oh, and, you know, I felt so sorry they had special chartered flights directly to Christchurch. There was still a great feed to contingent they, they in the crowd. They were louder than the bloody um, the, the Cantabs. Yeah. So they turn up. And they get conceded a try know, like the I, first I, minute. I, I didn't know Two the, minutes. I didn't know the game was on and I was like, oh, geez. And I just saw the... T- it was four o'clock start time or something like that. Yeah, or, it was in at 4.35. And I, by the time... It was about 5.30 when I realized it started... I was like, I put it on. I started, obviously, didn't ruin it for myself. Put it on from the start. And the thing that I do generally, if the team that I want to win isn't doing well, I kind of just fast forward until mm. it kind of gets better. And just, I fast forwarded the, until it got to 21-1 and I was like... 21-0. Yeah, sorry, 21-0. And uh, I was like, that's the game. Yeah. That's that's it. It's yeah. over. And and it never really got that much better. No. Like it never. It like was the, literally twenty one nil. I think after fifteen was, minutes, the guy did the as soon as as soon as what's the name of the first five, the well, Fiji, the no, Fijian first yeah, five, Fijian. Caleb Munns. As soon as he did that short drop kick from the start, the, for the initial play of the game, yeah, you're like, oh, uh, it's not going to go well. Like, yeah, uh, basically, if you're going to go to Christchurch and get a win, you basically going to need to be at like kind of 90 percent and you need to hope the crusaders and are having a, an off day and it was a, a poor performance from the drawer yeah kind of i was hoping that potentially and that was the one that i was really hoping that a new zealand team would lose like i don't i would have been absolutely happy for the reds to win but i don't i don't have a problem with the chiefs mm. i think they are almost i wouldn't be i wouldn't be upset if it wasn't us if they won right this year i've really wanted the crusaders to lose Boy, oh boy. But they didn't even look like it. They didn't. It wasn't even... Like, one minute, bang, Jaeger. Yeah, and yeah. then Taylor got a couple. Wow. Uh, Sione Havili got... It was all the Fords. The Fords got all the first tries, man. It yeah. was just dominant. I remember there was one line, if you were fast-forwarding, you may not have heard it, but when the Fijians got their intercept try, oh, yeah, they I made the so. score line 28-8. 
And Jeff Wilson on commentary says, they're back in the game. And I was like, yeah, because now they're only fucking 20 points down <laughs> with an intercept try. Well, like I, an uh, intercept try when the Crusaders are running out of their own half. They're like, back in the game. But 20 then you, you points think, down in Christchurch is not back in the game. You think, oh, if they score another try here, that's 15 points. And if they score another try, that's 22 points. Yeah. 22, 28, they're back in the game. Yeah. So they need. I know those they guys. They need three quick tries at like, that stage. I'm, I'm kind of a hard man to please because I've got in that's the what, northern that's hemisphere. What your, that's what your missus says. There's a guy named Austin Healy, and he's yeah. a bit of a cock who complains. He's got a really good insight into the game. Calls some really cool player, stuff. Yeah? yeah, former player. He's he just complains and bitches and moans about every game. It's like he's miserable he's, watching the games. He's the Mark Morgan of but the then, northern hemisphere. You got Jeff Wilson at the other end, who's just like we're back in the game. Like fuck off, man. Yeah, exactly. Give me, give me just down the middle. Yeah, he's. Uh, I find that with um, Jeff Wilson, he's it seems like a. It seems like he's being paid. He's a puppet for the NZR. Yeah, you know, he seems like their man on the inside. This is a pumping. Don't tell me yeah. they're back in the game. That was until like, they're back within two scores. It maybe. was like their um, when the All Blacks were getting pumped by the Irish last year. He was the one finding the positive angles. He's the one interviewing Fozzie he with gave all the softball Foz, questions. Gave like, Foz unbelievable. The, worst interview it's like so what are the positives what, are, what have you guys learned from this yeah exactly obviously there's a lot of talent on the side yeah that's not a, a jeff wilson impression by the no. way but um just dopey questions just, when the and when the entire rugby public is bathing for blood and you're just going the everyone's behind you like we are furious yeah you know we've like, never liked you yeah we've yeah, never yeah, liked yeah, you yeah. at all yeah. Yeah. No. I thought that was kind of nonsense. The one thing, if you're a Blues fan, you take as a positive, because we are going to go down to Christchurch for the semi final, is the Crusaders had a lot of injuries. Yes. I think they, they finished the game with like 13 men on the field. They still and they scored got a, a try. They got a try, yeah. Bloody yeah. hell. Um, well, who Not the, that I want these guys to get injured, but. No, 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 no. I don't want to get anyone to get injured, but um, who was off in the end? Oh, Jesus. Moonga went Jesus off. Jesus went off. Moonga went off. Um, Blackadder came on for like five minutes and went yeah. back off injured. Um, oh, yeah, he I was on for remember. a brief amount of time. Wasn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah. A bunch of that guys went off. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't want to see that, but and that and that was from like twenty minutes out. They were playing with fourteen, and then for the last ten, they were playing with thirteen. 13 they still scored. Yeah. And the Fijians couldn't even get up no. to make the most still of it. Still in the game. Still in the still in the game, Jeff. Mm. <sighs> All right, well, that's that game. Quarterfinal four, Brumbies 37, Hurricanes 33. Are we going to do a preview of next week's games? We can. Uh, I I asked you last week if you thought four New Zealand teams in the semis would be good or bad for the comp, and you said bad. So are you happy the Brumbies got up and and won? Well, I was thinking that as I was watching the game, I was thinking I like the Canes are kind of my second favourite team. Mm. I spent a lot of time in Wellington. It's a great city. Great, you know, lower hut and upper hut put it over. You been to the Caketon? I have been to the Cacton. Uh, um, watched a couple of games there. And yeah, I've got a, love for, a lot of love for those people. Uh, so out of all the teams I didn't want to lose, other than the Blues, I didn't want them to lose. But I was still thinking, you know, I'm not going to be heartbroken if they do lose, and it mm. would be good for the comp if the Brumbies got through. Um, but boy, oh boy, a bit of controversy going, uh, you know, uh, with this one. Number, should we get into? Should we go to the most interesting point of the game? Adi Savia reckons he scored. I have. I don't. I think it's the right call was made on the field, but I still think he 
probably got some ball on grass. That ball. That's basically where I'm at as well. Yeah, the ball probably touched the ground. Mm. But if you're the referee... You need conclusive evidence. That's what the rules are. And then the rules are for the TMO that they need conclusive evidence. Yeah, exactly. And there was no conclusive evidence at any stage. You think about the way the ball was held. Mm. There was like a... Arm under there. Arm under there. But that was the back end of the ball. And it was pointed Mm. down that way. And... The top of the ball must have been touching. Probably. Probably touching mm-hmm. the ground. And a hugely bitter pill to swallow, if, mm-hmm. especially if you're already severe, going, mm-hmm. I'm holding the ball. Last the game ground. for the Canes. Yeah. And was clearly very emotional about it at the end. And, and, and live, I was kind of up in the emotion of it. I was like, it's a try. It's when I first saw it, I thought, that's a try. And yeah. then the commentators immediately said, <clears throat> there's a hand under her there. The Brumbies are going through. And no, I was Aussies. thinking, oh. Okay, you've seen it slightly differently. Then I saw the second angle and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, there is a hand under there. And I thought, like you, well, probably a bit of ball on grass, but we need to see that, yeah. like that picture where it's like, boom, far, there it is. But and they didn't get that. They didn't get it. They didn't get that. And that's... Um, that's just that's, the way yeah. the game is controlled. And that's it. And that's what we all sign up for. Yeah. And that's what we want. There were other chances for the Canes to score. Or Geordie just needed to hand that ball to Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Sullivan. And that would have been... That would have been the game in all likelihood. So that's one of those ones where I kind of look back at it and go, if you were relying on the refs to give you the green light to win the game, then you probably can't complain. I don't like to talk about... We're just talking about Jeff Olsen. Mm. We don't talk about him very often. But Mm. just to mention him again, I was watching this breakdown. I Uh, stayed away from it. um, But he actually brought up a couple of relatively good points okay. relating into that um held up mm. there was a man at the back of the uh, an australian player a brumbies player at the back of the ruck who wasn't cleared out it's a penalty every day of the week mm. this year and also the guy who held it up who came on late yeah um like had his foot over the line and every day of the week that's a offside, penalty that's yeah. an offside penalty yeah. that would have been the fourth infringement and it wasn't called mm. in that big moment so there was there was, should have been a penalty there but hey Mm. sometimes shit like that doesn't get called especially in the big moments well that's the thing during those big moments we like to go back and with oh, a yeah. fine tooth comb analyze every little play but and if you went back and watched the whole 80 minutes you'd have hundreds of these yeah 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 true mm. absolutely but you know they at the, at the end of the day uh, they were winning 10 minutes to go with what 8 points up or something like that mm-hmm. boy oh boy what's his name um, flannel what's his name not flannel um, don't tell me where's a where's a headgear the loose forward for the Canes. Yeah, number eight. Flanders. Flanders. Highly ho, neighbor. He's quick. Wow. Old Ned. Old Ned Flanders. He scored a couple of screamers two weeks in a row. Well, one of them was your set. Why was the week I saying? What did one I of them say? Flanders. Flannel. Don't know. I knew Flanders. There's a, there is a player with a name that sounds like that. But yeah, yeah he's got some wheels. One was your say the week before, and one was Flanders. That was a this great week. try because he keeps doing these tries where he gets into space and you think someone's going to get him. And then he just keeps going. And he just keeps on going. And, and uh, did he have a couple of big fans in there too? And just an amazing try, well, actually. And minutes, I, yeah. then at that point, I went, ah, more New Zealand teams. Mm. That's what we didn't want. But then going, well, that was a great try, though. Yeah, can't argue with it. And, uh, but. Credit to the Brumbies. They stuck in it. They, because of that controversy, they're not really getting the credit for how long they held the Canes out at the end of that game. True. They held them out for a long time. Other teams would have crumbled. So, yeah. yeah. That was, credit to them. Yeah. That, and that defense at the end, you know, obviously is a little bit contentious. Mm. But I, I think they were the better team on the day. Mm. You know, like I know it's, it's, rugby's weird with its calls and stuff. Well, Anything. Brett Cameron was doing the... the 
the goal kicking. So he was keeping the Canes in the game because the Brumby scored more tries. That's so. right. That's right. Mm. That mall try the Brumby score was sweet and Icky Tell yeah. had a freaking good game. That guy's amazing. Like yeah, as much as we Artie had another amazing game, but Icky Tell was just as good for, for the Brumbies. A couple of couple of good looking Australian players out there. Um players I'd like to see more of. Um oh god, I've forgotten his name now from the Waratahs. Red Hig, Headgear. Oh uh, um, the loose forward. Yes, the loose forward. That's the guy. You're meant to know. Oh the names. Uh Oh, right in the comments. No, I know this because I told people, well, watch out for that guy. He's good. Yeah. He's good. His I name. can picture him. Yeah. He's got his debut like last year. Anyway, he looks good. You can tell looks great. Mm. I think they're going to, I think out of the these teams that they've got there, you know, they've got a bit of talent in Europe to come back. You know, they could be a force. Do not write off the Australians. That's right. They don't have enough talent. They're to, on the right side of the draw as well. Yeah, they don't have enough talent to have incredibly competitive um, super rugby Five teams. Five super rugby teams. But boy, oh boy, they could put together one bloody good team. You know, and that's... You know, I went to the zoo on, um, <laughs> on Sunday. Yeah. And we went through this one side of the zoo, which is called like the Australian yeah. something. And there's a sign up right as you... Because you have to go through a door to get in there. It says watch out for the wallabies and i was like man yeah tell me something there are these the pride zone that has springboks i think they're called waterbuck i don't think they're springboks oh sorry i was thinking about the gay area oh Uh, okay yeah yeah i have i didn't check out the rainbow section they call them the pride lands or something what are they called the that area they do have some lions there Uh, but there's some giraffes some giraffes some zebra some springbok around there I think they have some Springbok-esque animals, but I don't think actual Springboks. Some prancing mammals of some description. They do have some prancing mammals. Prancing land mammals. I saw the um, the serval. The serval is usually really hard to spot, but we spotted the serval. Describe a serval to me. It's like a wee cat. Uh, like like bigger like than a house cat, but smaller than a cheetah. Mm, so not like a meerkat. Because they have meerkats. No, no, bigger yeah. than meerkats. Yeah, meerkats are yeah, tiny. Yeah. I like meerkats, Imagine a, a house cat on steroids. Yeah, with a lot of rage. Smaller than a leopard, like a mini leopard. Mini leopard? Mm. Did you see the leopard or the cheetah? They don't have a leopard. The cheetahs cheetah. weren't there, I think. Ah. They must have been off getting feed. They I feel usually... sorry for the cheetahs because they've got like they got, a 20 they got, by they got, 10. they got top speed, but they're in this tiny enclosure. And you're like, oh, <clears> Sad right. life, but you don't have to do anything. 100%. It's like yeah. me. I'm in a tiny enclosure, but boy, my top speed. Outrageous. Now let me let me ask you a question. Now that we've talked about the four games, is it before, before we is get it, into is, the Mark, is it a sexual this, question? Uh, it's not. Okay. Could it be? You could probably construe anything to be sexual, but okay, I'm going to take it sexually. Interviews after the game, mm, yeah. Savia immediately after the game. Obviously, like emo- emotions running high. Post-coitus chat. Yeah. Emotions running high. Yes. Savia in his post match. I, I mean, he's asked about it, but I, he. It's true. I often cry after six. He basically whinges about the ref by saying he's called the try. And then Tate McDermott also no. for the red. No, no, no. Tate McDermott for the red. I disagree, Mark. First thing he says is like, oh, we had some calls go against us. Like, is that. Oh, yeah, I thought that was a bit whingy. Uh, yeah, that was whingy. <laughs> because he was. He just out and out said it. And I was. I don't know. Maybe I wasn't watching it. Yeah. Seeing, I didn't see the, those calls. Uh, but hey. 
Uh, a wee know. bit of ref blaming from the players immediately after the game. They asked Artie. They did. They, they asked, asked him directly. They asked him directly. Morgan Tuanui asked him. Yes, did you score the try? And he was like, I got it down, brother, or something I, like that. I scored it, brother. Yeah. And then he looked upward to the sky, yeah. like he remembered his... I'm going to get a fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't no, think they'll find him. What is he going to do? And then, he, and then he got choked up. And yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, we've given Super Rugby... Is that an unfair question to ask players immediately after the game? Like, don't sit there. Artie up. has whinged about the refs before in post yeah. match. Um, I think it just must be so wildly frustrating. And he, yeah. he wasn't... And like he said, that's footy. It's rugby. Yeah. That's what you sign up for. That's what you sign up for. Exactly. And I don't think you can hold him and it's sort of... Whereas so-and-so said, we didn't get some of the calls, which is so different to when you watch the EPL, the English Premier League, where they come on and go, the referee today didn't know what the... He was doing. He was an absolute... He was that... They just come out and... I remember they talked about miking up the soccer referees like they do with rugby for a while. But yeah. the players were like, God, no, we can't have that because we go and swear at these guys all the time. I don't want that being picked up on microphone. Yeah, maybe you should cut that out. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Need Nigel Owens to get in there to ref some soccer games. <laughs> Seeing those bastards all off. I don't know who you think you are, but mm. I'm the referee. This is not soccer. Actually, it is. Yeah, yeah this is football. Yeah, the semi-finals. Crusaders, who tasty little Crusaders, I believe, have never ever lost a playoff match at home, and we've got to go there. (laughs) We're probably going to lose that one. Can't do this, Mark. (laughs) Can't do this. We're probably going to lose that one. Shut up, Mark. I believe. I believe, Mark. I've said your name a number of times here. My name's Mark. You may know him as Two Cents. But That's I, true. I, I call, Do you know I have another channel called Two Cents on Tour? I went with the other name, Two Did Cents. You? Yeah. Did you? I kind of carried the name across. It's where I wander around China and videoed stuff and talk to people in Chinese. It was pretty cool. I'll put a, oh, Tony will put a link down in the description or a card up there. Boom. It's great. You do should it. all check it out. Here. <laughs> I'll do it here. Okay. Uh, I probably did it when you clapped. Probably. Anyway, um, it's a great channel. And if I've said this once, I'll say it a thousand times. The best channel I've ever seen of a New Zealander walking around Wuhan speaking Chinese to Chinese people. Exactly. I believe I'm the number one in that category. Yeah, a little bit confused by... As to what's going on. By the fact he's white, he speaks Chinese, and also how tall he is. That's right. There's a couple of things. And they're, they're often talking points. That's exactly right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You speak Chinese? Yeah. Shit, you're tall. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much every conversation. Yeah. If it's not in the conversation, I probably edited that out. <laughs> Basically. You're very tall, yeah? Yeah. Oh. Yes. You might even make oh, his... Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. That's apparently just... I hear what you're saying, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, go check it that out. It's, it's a cracking channel. Cracking channel. Where were we before you did your shameless plug? <laughs> Crusaders Blues. I wish you plugged the podcast, the, the podcast as much as, as I plugged it. We actually get views. <laughs> exactly. We actually no, get views. No, I'm no, sorry. Sorry, sorry. You never... You, well, maybe once a month. You'll, oh, I'd be lucky to be once a month. Yeah, oh, exactly. I'll plug it twice. Ever. You plug it on the uh, your live streams Okay. when people say... Where's Tony? And you're like, oh, yeah. I haven't seen him since we did the pod. Yeah, true. Fuck that guy. Which is not really a pod. Uh, not really yeah. a plug. But yeah. <laughs> sort of. That's closest, Somebody asked about it's it. It's the closest thing we've okay. got to it. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Mental note. Plug the podcast. Yeah, plug the pod. Not just Two Cents on Tour, which is where I walk yeah, around yeah. China. Talking you can to also plug the pod. People watching, if you like, I like this, they can share it. True. 
You don't ask people to share stuff these days, do we? No, it's a bit much. But if you want to be a bit much, go ahead and share it. We're not going to get angry at you. We'd love it. Yeah. We'd appreciate it even. Tag us in whatever you share. Exactly right. Although I don't have a Facebook. You have a Twitter. I have a Twitter. Tones eighty eight. Eight. Why is what? it eighty eight? I don't know. It's actually quite a lucky number of China. A lot of things are eight eight because it's bar, which means but eight. That, but far. I thought it might be unlucky because it's double four four. No, eight eight is lucky because bar sounds like far, which means they're like get rich. Ah, whereas four means death. Death. Yeah. Don't be four four. I was in Malaysia and I was on level thirteen A because there's a lot of Chinese people there. They don't like fourteen. They don't like fourteen, and when and it's silly because in the Western world we don't like thirteen A's. So thirteen. So so a lot of I've been in uh, hotels in different places in the world and they don't have a level thirteen, and then in this place there was two of them. Superstitions. They're bullshit. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah, total bullshit. Blues Crusaders. <sighs> it's like PTSD. It is like PTSD. I just want us to Spencer, Carlos Spencer it. And just absolutely stick it. We did right. beat them I'm down there so... last year, but not in a playoff game. Yeah, and then we came to final, and I we don't lost. know. I had hope. I had hope that yeah. we could do it, and we shat the bed royally at home. Yeah, it was terrible. So I was at that game. It's still yeah. next to beating the All Blacks in a series, which is what the Irish did, mm-hmm. um, which has only been done five times in history and once in the professional era. Mm. This is almost the next. It's hardest. the Super Rugby Ultimate. It's the next hardest challenge. Yeah. Like, just Crusaders. in terms of how often it's happened in Super Rugby. Very rare. Beat the Crusaders at home in a player final. Who is I don't think it's been done. <sighs> it don't feel good. No. It don't, it, I'm, I'm, I'm in knots already. I'm going to be anxious watching that game. I think I've already resigned myself to the fact that we're probably going to lose. I don't want to lose, though. I really want to win. I really want to win. That's the wrong I feel like I'm just now. having a whinge here. Yeah. I'm really just having like a temper tantrum. Crusade is a very good team. <sighs> They're just so good at finals and they just know how to win and Razor. If, you know what's going to be so irritating? If Razor's like the super coach at super level, but then he comes to the All Blacks. Stinker! Just, just bring shits. back Fozzie! <laughs> <laughs> Things about that bad under Fozzie. Yeah. At least he had a 60% winning record. Yeah. Jeff yeah, Wilson man. will be throwing the softball questions <laughs> at Scotty Razor. Razor. How do you think you can get back to your winning ways? Because we all know you're such a great coach. Like, seven Super Rugby titles in a row speaks for itself, but you've lost eight on the trot here <laughs> as the All Blacks. Yeah, lost for the first time ever to Japan. Your first eight games you've lost. <laughs> Once again, we know you're a great coach. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, keys to success. Talia has an absolute blinder. Bodie just gets all freaking straight up his ass about mm, it. That's the Brody v Richie. I think we felt not having Patrick um, to to below two on the weekend. Season. He's uh, gone very sadly. Um, Tom Robinson needs to get that ginger head just into mm. like f- into f- crazy frenzy mode. Just mm. needs to go berserker. Our front row needs to just get right on point. I mean, that's the key. Time. You look at the Crusaders. We lost. We lost Last year, the line out. The li- that's right. So line out. I still feel nervous on because yeah. we don't have great locking stocks right now. Set piece needs to be on form. I mean, the Drua conceded tries to Jaeger the prop, to the Taylor the hooker, Harvey the Lucy, and Scotty Barrett the lock. So yeah. that speaks for itself. I think yeah. if the forwards don't front up, it's going to be game over. It's going to be a huge challenge. So two two. We've got the players, man. So two two. 
Fee plays a cracking game. Mm. Bodie, who's going to play 12? They're going to give it to Bryce Heem, probably. Gary Plummer. <laughs> Hearts, yes. Not yeah, even on the bench. No, not even on the bench. Yeah, he wasn't on the bench in the weekend. for no. Rico particular. played all right, actually, for yeah, the Blues yeah. the other day. He did play all right. Passed the ball a couple did, of times. Yeah. That was good to see. People have been pointing that out uh, What's going on with Caleb Clark? He's injured. Is he injured for this week as well? I don't think he was out for the season. He's just short term. All right. Well, I think he's on the outside for a All Black spot at the moment. To begin it. Yeah, but so am I. <laughs> You're not the All Blacks. I'm not the All Blacks. Yeah. I saw Dan Carter at the zoo. Yeah. Uh, did you? Yeah. He wasn't oh. behind bars or anything. He was just wandering around with his family. I saw his wife, and I was like, "Where the fuck do I know that lady from?" Honor. Honor, yeah. And then I was like, oh, it's the Chemist Warehouse ads. And then I looked around, there's Dan Carter. And I, I did not bother him. I left him alone. I had a romantic rendezvous. Well, I shouldn't say this, actually. <laughs> this, I shouldn't talk about my romantic rendezvous. With Honor Carter. <laughs> Before she got <laughs> no, married No, it was to somebody Dan. else with a similar name okay. uh, in a different country. Okay. But I'm like, actually, that's something that probably shouldn't go on the internet. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so. Cheers, uh, Honor. Tony I mean, will not besmirch your honor. Uh, why not? I will, oh, God. That's a thing there. Um, but what was I going to say before um, you made me besmirch someone's up? Dan Carter? At the oh, zoo? no, no, no. Oh, oh, I saw in the corporate la- uh, corporate lounge. Oh, yeah? I saw the... Um, what's his name? The Dark Destroyer? Oh, Sean Wallace. Yeah. From The Chase. Yeah. And I, I like s- The Chase. I don't watch it, but I, mum it's a fun show to watch. loves it. And he was taking selfies with... I never want to take selfies with um, celebrities and stuff. But this was the only time I kind of wanted to. But you didn't. No, I didn't. No. I just... Because I, I, there was a queue almost. And I was wow. like, I don't want to join this queue. But I only wanted to do it because my mum loves the chase. Right. And I wanted to send it to my mum. Yeah. But I just... I walked past someone and said quite loudly, going, my mum fucking loves that guy. Right. So, but I, she does. She, nice. she does the old yeah. dark destroyer. He looks like... Um, Looking at him, he looks like he's quite tall. Okay, quite tall. Looks like Mark Talia's dad. Mm. Similar looks. Bald, big bald black man. <laughs> That's not racist. It's, it's just... definitely racist. No, it's not. It's racist. Bald... It's racist. Big bald African men. Boom! Racist. No. <laughs> oh, gee. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Cancelled. Cancelled. Demonetized. The podcast went went great for a while. It was. It was good while it lasted. What a pod. What a pod it was. But yeah, I decided not to bother Dan Carter. Yeah. No, I don't bother him. I don't mean to compare myself to Dan Carter, but just quietly. On the very rare occasion that someone comes up to me and is like, I like your channel. I love those moments. That's great. I get to talk rugby with somebody. One of the dads uh, for my daughter's classmate is he knows my channel he's like oh, i agree with your power rankings mate no I, I love that chat we just talk he's like oh sorry to talk shop with you and i was like nah bro i love this this okay. is great then, but then i bet you dan carter probably gets more people coming up to him than i do i, I like more say, than once a I, year. not to be rude but i'd say maybe one in 500 people would probably would maybe recognize you well oh way less than that okay one in 1000 one less in, okay just yeah one in three thousand people Okay, but I would say it would it would, it would know who you are and then maybe one in five would be like, I'm going to talk to that guy. Right. Right? And we run into a lot of people 
eventually it happens. And you're like, that's awesome. It's a novelty. Yeah, it's that's a novelty. Cool. But for Dan Carter, it's but probably it's a, worn off long ago. It's eight in New Zealand. It's He's not, literally, it's literally it's n- one of the most familiar faces in the sporting landscape. Or it's just 99 generally. out of 100 people in New Zealand. Yeah, he's on the Chemist Warehouse ads every day, even since he retired. Yeah, we'll recognize who he yeah. is. I, was, I don't mean to compare myself to him, but... But you did. I still did. Okay. I'm not Dan Carter. Have you got a Jesus syndrome or God-like syndrome? After your, I, just like to- I, just, I just like talking, ah, yeah, but it's talking never to people had, like rugby. The only thing that's ever happened to me is like, do I know you from somewhere? And I said, no. And he said, I think I do. So, and then that was, I think that was the closest I've ever okay. had to someone actually recognizing who I am, mm. who might have watched one of my videos in the past. Right. Anyway. Other one is Chiefs up against the Brumbies. Mm, I, I'm looking forward to that game now. The Chiefs beat the Brumbies in Canberra earlier in the year, so they do have the wood on the Brumbies as much as we that can That wasn't figure. that long ago with that game. No, it was only a few weeks ago. Two weeks ago, and it wasn't a great game. Mm-mm. Chiefs won it pretty easy. Wow. Well, There's a lot of billing for that one. They but. were saying, they kept on saying after the game, well, the Reds have shown us a thing or two. Like, I, I hate that. I'm like, well, yeah, they showed you to play hard, bloody physical rugby with test match intensity. Yeah, go do that. Mm, easy. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Just be like, great. Yeah, yeah, be freaking awesome. Play out of your skins and play the best game you have all season. Mm. Yeah, do that. This is like, that's the blueprint. Like, I don't think what the Reds were doing was Rocket anything science, yeah. like um, tactically incredible. It was just intense. They kept like three 50 22s. That yeah, was incredible. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. That yeah, was yeah. incredible. And some, I think all to different players as well. And some some very crucial moments, mm-hmm. you know? So, no, I'm, I'm really looking forward. I'm actually looking forward to that one more now after seeing how the blue, how the Chiefs were went, pushed, right? Pushed after yeah. the Reds. And I think they've just got a little bit of the um, playoff um, hickety-uppities, basically. Mm. If it's a Crusaders-Chiefs final in Hamilton, do no. you think it's a very similar situation to last year's Blues hosting a final? Like... You're hosting it, but you're up against I the hate team who to is. Say it, but right now, if you had to pick a favorite for the for Super Rugby, it's it's got to be the Crusaders. I think I put ten dollars on the Crusaders at the start of the what season to get? win the title. Probably get, like twenty dollars. You're gonna get ten dollars and five cents, <laughs> basically back. I will get a little bit of money if the Crusaders win, so that will kind of ease the pain of another title. I don't mean pain, but like someone needs to beat you, and if they're not good enough to beat you, they don't deserve to beat you, but I would like to see somebody beat you. Apparently a tactic gamblers use when they're really invested in their home team winning is they will put an amount of money on the opposition and an, an amount of money that stings. Right. So if, like, not, like, 10 bucks or right. something like that. Bucks or something. So if you were, like, if you were, like, um, a 21-year-old and you're like, man, 20 bucks stings right now. Yeah, That's yeah. 20 bucks. You put 20 bucks right. on it. But right now you're like, yeah, like 150, whatever yeah. bucks. And you're like, that's a pain. Yeah. You know, you know losing that. But So the joy just, of winning would balance out with the, the pain of losing. But then again, if your team loses, you yeah. get a financial compensation. If your t- team loses, you go, well. Uh, made some quiche. I made 400 bucks here. You know, but you still kind of. Which I find it's it's also a way to balance it out, but it's also a way to balance out your sadness. True. You're always going to be bummed out about something. Mm. That's super rugby. That is super rugby. Why didn't you watch the Warriors? Boy, the Warriors are going good, though. Had a cracking win against the um, Canberra Raiders. Played Mm. at the same stadium, Geo Stadium. Was there more people there for the... Yes, uh, very much so. It was Jared Kroger's 300th game, which is a big, big... That guy. Big, big... 
big occasion. So not Jared McCracken. No, he would be having his six thousandth game by now okay. if he was still playing. Not Jared um, Hayne. No, he's in prison. I've got league players on the brain. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jared Hayden's in prison, actually. Yeah, rapist. Played for apparently. the NFL. He played in the NFL, so that guy. Uh, Only in their preseason. I think. I don't think he made the final. No, I cut. think he played the. He played one game and dropped okay. the ball. Nice. And that was it. And they were like, "No, you're not. You're rubbish." Um, but and yeah, great, great game. Like, because they were up. They if it's a if it's a, a milestone game, the team, the home team tries to, to do one for them, but they shut the bed. They've stolen that clap from the Icelandic football team. Yeah. yeah but I think the Icelandic football team stole it from somebody else. So there you go. Yeah, exactly. Swings and roundabouts. Hey, if my team did it, did it, I'd do it. True. Yeah. Gets the crowd involved. It does. Springboks. South Africa. They have named their 40. Oh, oh no, I'm doing the French. <laughs> Hold on. Can we do? Yeah, just hold on. But there is like a. I know it ends with South Africa. I'll land. Freedom in South Africa. But there is like a. There is almost like a bit. Can you tell me? We need to do anthem rankings at some point. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that for a video in the World Cup. True. It goes through a few different languages. That one. You can do the whole thing, or I'm trying to get to the bit that I know. So, South Africa, South Africa, and then this is a bit that makes me want to go into the French. Yeah, I want to go into the French natural anthem. What is that bit? I think the French one's my favorite of the anthems. It's, yeah, it's it's, a I love the Welsh. The Welsh is good, but the French one is just inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And it's, if you translate it, it's... Well, it's a proper war song. As it's a war song. Yeah. It's not great. just... They, didn't, well, they weren't just like, hey, here's five bucks, write an anthem for your new country. They yeah. actually... That was a, meant to inspire people. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, they've named their squad. Now, mm-hmm. last I checked... Okay, so it's forty players. I love the. Can I just be, okay predispose this with you? Haven't seen the squad. That's fine. I haven't seen the squad, but also I love South African rugby. I have I'm a big fan of South African rugby throughout the years, but I don't watch the URC with a keen eye on mm. what South Africans are doing. And even when I see the, I'm I'm, I'm very familiar with the South African team at the end of the season. Once I watch mm. a few games, but we haven't seen this, them since November. Yeah, and I'm like, and then I'm like trying to grasp back in my memory. So this is gonna be this is gonna be arduous for me. But let's see how we go. So it's a forty man squad. Mm-hmm. Last time I checked, which is sitting it's here, a big old squad on a Monday. But there's an asterisk by one guy to make it potentially forty one. I've heard about this, the Irishman. Yes, Jean Klein. So he is a South African. So this would just be like us getting James Lowe back, basically. Yes, yeah. I'm stealing some of your beer. Okay. Yeah, this is the only way I'm able to get through South African. Do you chat. have feelings on this? Because how many South African players have we seen play for other countries? It's a lot. Same with the New Zealand. Yes. Yep. We are probably the two biggest exporters providers of, of, of rugby players of, to other countries. Providers of rugby talent to so other countries. So how sweet must it be for Rassi Erasmus to just take a guy 
and just pinch him back to Australia. Oh, to Australia, to South Africa. <laughs> that must be pretty sweet because they don't get to Can do you it very do that often. Again, I found that was quite a satisfying. Yeah, it was central. Thing. Yeah, it was a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, there's a little bit of talk that he's done it maybe to just reduce the Irish locking stocks, you know, around the World well, Cup. If like if the Irish uh, would have some injuries, yeah. kind of thing. But I mean, he had a bloody he had a bloody good year for Munster. So, but correct me if I'm wrong. That player is not. He may have. He's got maybe a couple of caps for. Yeah. He hasn't, and he hasn't played for a number of years. Yeah, he wouldn't be eligible if he had played in the last three years. So he's not. Did played. he play in the last World Cup? Yeah, he did. Okay, but briefly, I think. And has he has, hasn't played much hasn't since. Played since? He's been playing well for Munster. Josh Klein. Jean Klein. Jean Klein. Um, Jean sounds like he should be a petite guy, but he's like two meters tall and a hundred. But he's played well for Munster. Munster. This he's year. been a heck of a unit. He's a big, big, tall. They breed him big in South Africa. It's the built on. But you don't even need. That's the thing. They don't need him. That's why there's the talk. You've got Diaka. Yeah. You've got Itzabeth. Yeah. You've got Akias Neyman back from injury. You yeah. got Marvin Ori, who's been playing bloody well in the USC. Akias Neyman is actually the third best. Yeah, really. but he's just always injured. Hopefully he can. They got Franco Mostert who can play locks. They got heaps of locks. So that begs the question: Why do they pick him? Is it just a bit of a? Is it just a bit of a? Yeah. Mm. For those of you listening, Tony just did a two fingers to the ear gesture, <laughs> a bit of a up your backside. A bit of up your backside. Yeah, I was doing the old. Um, oh, hold on. That was he flipped the bird or whatever yeah, you want to call yeah, it. Yeah. Exactly. With the two fingers, the old not the not the straight, not the American one. The he did the British one. The devil. The double birdie. The old oasis. <laughs> there you go. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, I think there could be a touch of that, but like it's so hard to know. But with a squad that big, mm. I don't know. Sometimes we're suspicious of the All Blacks capping players yeah. like Peter Sowakula just to... Keep them out of the hands of so somebody else. So it's almost like gamesmanship, mm. but I think that's particularly spiteful doing that one to mm. Island Nations. Um, well, that's the thing, though, because we're not on the same side of the draw as Fiji, but, but, but like saying Ireland that, and uh, South Africa are on the but same But I think side. maybe capping Peter Suikala, Suikula uh, uh, is just a bit like, also like, just in case we want him. Right. Yeah, he can't do that. He can't go for Fiji. And they're we'll talking take, about, take the option out of his hands kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Which... Yeah, hopefully he... I wouldn't mind saying... He's been playing well, Peter Sawyer. But that's not what we're talking about. I think potentially... I, I really don't know. I, I think potentially there could be a bit of that. But because, but if he is playing like really quality... Because remember, they are in the same pool. He's playing really quality football. Are there any of the, um, the locks from South Africa, like Mottstert, who aren't I really I think Itzabeth is not at 100% fitness-wise. So okay. there's maybe a little bit of an injury cloud Mostert, around him. mostert has been in Japan, so I haven't seen him playing. Uh, yeah, but... So basically, it's almost like an insurance police policy if there's a number of uh, injuries yeah. and also the fact of maybe if a couple of the players just aren't really at form. Yeah, so I guess it's a double, double I, whammy in that it's a bit of an insurance policy for South Africa. You get a player who's in good form, he comes back to play for his home country, and you subsequently reduce the depth in Ireland with one foul swoop. Yeah. So What's he going to be win, on win. the cusp of... Um, he's not signals. played for so long so I don't he's not played under the current coach so I don't uh, think so but still if they had an injury he was a John Schmidt man was he yeah, yeah. so if they had a if they so had he a, hasn't played at all in this cycle because no, he wouldn't be able to play if he'd played under Andy Farrell yeah. so yeah it seems like I a win-win I don't see the All Blacks doing that I don't see I think the All Blacks are like because we can't pick players from abroad so yeah that's right yeah, that's a very good point. So mm. we we can't do it even if they wanted, even if to, make, wanted, to. wanted to make themselves eligible. It must be pretty sweet though. Yeah, yeah, it must be. Mm. Yeah, I think they're, they're I think that it's it just might be a little cheery that it's a little bit of a go 
Stick mm. that up, you Jaxie. Uh, Andre Pollard is back. He missed out in November with knee yeah. problems, but he's back fit, so he's one guy to have back. Yeah. Lucanio Um is also back after the same deal, missing out with, I think, knee problems at the Did end of last man? year. Your man, Kanan Moody, yes. who missed out with a hammy problem at the end of last year. He's back. All right. So they got some some good names back in the squad. That is that is a lot of good names. But there. I mean, uh, to be honest, a lot of it there's, there's there's no bolter apart from Jean Klein. Everybody's capped. Everybody's been in the mix. It's Colby. From what I read online, oh, Pete, and your man Dweber. Dweber is still there. He was in South Africa A at the end of last year, but he's back. Look, I've given that mix. guy enough shit. But by the, it's pretty much a by the numbers team. Like, it, there's no real... If there was a plan, like, we are building to the World Cup, we are going to manage these guys. Like, Dwayne Vermeulen, they didn't play him at the end of last year because yeah. they were like, look, you're 35, he's now 36, you've got the experience, you don't need to play in November, we'll give experience to somebody else. Like, if that was genuinely the plan, it seems to be coming to fruition and they've they've got the players that they wanted and they are... Boom, but even like a player like Vermeulen, as you get older, obviously you've still got the class and the leagues, but there's, there's a point where your athleticism starts to leave He you. hasn't been the same influence on the squad as he was like he was playing for Ulster in the URC and he wasn't the same impactful guy from 2019 but then you get like the Frank Bunces of this world who only at the end of their career were only able to get themselves up for mm. the international that's the thing you still feel like he's got that in him yeah okay yeah so look Kanye Arm is back Kanye Arm is back that's Which a bit of good news terrifying for the rest of the world uh, yeah absolutely absolutely terrifying Sia Colise is also named but he is injured and he's not going to play that is a giant loss. Mm. That is a giant loss. But he's still in the squad, so he's doing the whole... Is he like a mentor? Yeah, I guess so. Can he just be a non-playing mentor? Mm. Like an assistant assistant coach or Maybe something? Maybe something like that. That's what they got him in for, to keep him around the but squad. But do they have to... But he comes in as a player. He's not going to train, obviously. They've named him, but yeah, he's not going to play. But what have they done? Obviously, Fafta Clerk. Who else is it? Halfback. There's five halfbacks. Yeah, yeah. Half yeah. So there's like so the whole team is just made up of halfbacks and locks basically. Basically, yeah, the small guys and the big guys. That's it. Yeah, yeah, five halfbacks. So they got Fafta Clerk, they got Jaden Hendrickson, who I don't think is 100. percent They've got Kobus Reinach, who's the gas man. Grant Williams. Have you seen Grant Williams play? He is unbelievably fast. Yeah, like he is just lightning. All, he was one of the top these... try scorers in the URC because he just there's a are they all big men? <laughs> Grant Williams not that big, but he's got a hint of a gap, and bro, he's just gone. Uh, he's your Roy guard. He's your Roy guard. He is okay. just lightning. Yeah. And then they got Herschel Yankees, who is kind of out of the mix, but he's back in now after coming across some good form. But yeah, five halfbacks a lot. So and at hooker, you so we got our man Dweber. They got Mumbombi, whatever his name is. and they got Mbunambi. Marks. The, the yeah. props in the front row is the locks, apart from Klein. It's all Hopefully, pretty standard. For their sake, Dweber doesn't get a lock, and I just do not trust that guy. Every time I watch, I don't know if I'm a bad luck to him. Obviously, he's a quality player mm. in some respects. He's yeah. he looks like the scariest man on the planet. Yeah. Um. But I've never seen him do a good thing on a rugby pitch. I haven't. And the games I've watched him play... He has played some good games for the Stormers this year, but... but he just does the dumbest stuff. Whenever I watch him play, I'm like, is this the, does this guy get the 2CGD for dumbest rugby player? Because he's running running hot hot first at the moment, you know? Mm. Second is a long way off. Um, and obviously, the massive props we've still got a lot of the same oh yeah same guys same guys Mel Herber and Kitsoff and I love Mel Herber and Yukani because Mel Herber looks chain. like if me and him stood next to each other you know what people would say they'd be like <laughs> he's the sportsman <laughs> no, that, no, that'd be, no they wouldn't say he's a sportsman that's a nice thing to say they'd be like those guys look like shit <laughs> 
you know, <laughs> like, yeah. like they both, are, yeah. Mel like, Herbert is like the best sportsman who does not look like he's a sportsman at all. Like best athlete who doesn't look like an athlete. But he gets him like he's back, an unbelievable scrummager. Unbelievable scrummager, but still must be fit enough to get himself around the oh, park. Oh, bro, absolutely. Yeah, like yeah. he's not completely ineffectual at the oh, no, and stuff. No, is goodness he? gracious, no, no, no. Quite a quite a remarkable thing because I know back in the day, like there would be that giant fat kid on the other team. And he'd be like, everyone be like, oh, jeez, we're going to die when we're playing. He'd just be like three or four times bigger than everybody yeah, else. Yeah, but then he'd get naked. And then you just like, had one run at the beginning of the game, someone dies. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to tackle hope it's him. not you. Just hope it's not you. Yeah. And then he's more ineffectual for the next run. Third run, it's pretty much nothing. And yeah. fourth run, he's like on the ground crying. Yeah. Because he's tired. <laughs> that was Marcel in my high school. We played Bull Rush. And Pro you, Marcel. Oh, man, he was a big unit. Yeah. You didn't want to f- be anywhere near the ground when he was falling down on it. But um, yeah, he tired. We played with Big Island Boys. It sucked to be in class with Marcel after lunchtime if you'd been playing Bull Rush because he stunk to high heaven. <laughs> he sprayed Lynx all over himself, the deodorant, but it was like Lynx mixed with B.O. And Lynx doesn't do anything to mask B.O. No, it, just, it was just a sickly sweet smell. It was disgusting. Yeah, it just puts a sweet nasty, flavor. sweet B.O. That's exactly um, what it was. I have to, well, I, I've been in situations, oh God, I don't know how to frame this. Everywhere I was about to frame this was dodgy. I was like, I spent a lot of time in schools. I've been in situations with young men. Uh, <laughs> anyways, but they, they go into halls and stuff and whatever, sometimes they have to take their shoes off. A teenager's feet, a teenager brink. They can be the rankest thing. There is a foot funk that comes from a 16-year-old boy's feet that yeah. is not natural. It is completely... Yeah. And I know that I was guilty of it back oh, in the day. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like... And you just stand there and you're standing next to some other teacher and you just look at each other like... And <laughs> <laughs> I've been into like a number of common rooms, mm. you know, the common rooms and yeah. stuff. And it's just like an absolute... Punch, Punch in, the in the nose when you walk through of just like this stinging, bitter, gross, vomit-inducing BO. And you're just going to be like... And it's just like... Your eyes are watering. Yeah, pretty much. And then there's just like like nine, 17 and 16-year-old boys just sitting there just hanging out. And they're Sweaty. just they're just lived in it. And they're fine. Oily, yeah. And there's like... They don't notice it. They don't notice it. And you're just like... <laughs> 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 so just up a little. <laughs> so gross. Yeah. Anyway, I've said too much. Yeah. Try and keep it secret what I do. I think the All Black squad's up this week. Uh, it's soon. It's soon. Oh, oh yeah, it would be. Well, that's so before the end of Super Rugby. I think so. I'd rather the being, I'd rather be it. I'd rather have it. it. I could be mistaken, but I believe it's. But this I think week. you're right, actually, and I I would rather have it after. Super Rugby Final because it, that's just that extra thing for like Bryce Ames like look I want to win this game but I'm also going to I want to make the All Blacks I'm going to have an absolute fucking ripper mm. of a game absolute ripper of a game mm. hey look we talked about rugby again and all kinds of other shite we did talk about you can tell it's did like, I plug my China channel or not I can't quite remember I also have a channel that you're watching called Distracted Sports Let's see if this one gets over a thousand views. Well, we haven't had a, we've had one pod of ours that didn't get a thousand views. That was the women's. That was rugby the women's one. women's rugby one. 
I wonder if it's got there now. It's just snuck across the well, line. We haven't been monitoring it. No, we haven't. I'll go check that out later. I'll put the view count there. There you are. You'll forget. Well, I, I have, I've been pretty good with my remembering of... Editing's hard work. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Well, you're just getting a taste now, aren't you? I'm getting a wee taste. I get wee the appetizer, taste. you get the main course. That's right. Well, speaking of which, I, f- I finally finished writing my piece. So, about Ireland? So I just have to record it now. Okay. And then edit it for the next three months. Don't worry, there's no Irish viewers watching this one because it's all <laughs> super rugby in South African... Yeah. Lineups and whatnot. Apart oh, will, maybe Jean Klein. That's the, the Irish. So we will we'll like the thumbnail with this would be like South African X <laughs> like Bonanza. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> Put a timestamp in to skip to the South African content. <laughs> skip the first 40 minutes. Yeah, exactly. There's five minutes at the end of it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Well, is there anything else that we need to cover or think about? Oh, just quickly. Uh Bunch of Wales players retiring. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. because... Corey they, Hill has pulled up. There seems to be something rotten in the state of Warren Gatlin's World Cup squad. They're not... They don't even... They're not want, happy. They don't even want to get to the World He's Cup. He's the fourth player to pull out. Yeah, I... I thought maybe initially it could be just because they've been shoulder tap saying you're not going to make the squad. But there like, must be more to it. No, there's a bunch of players just going, we don't want to play under Warren. We had freaking 15 years under that Waikato bastard. Yeah, bad times. Problems could, with the union. Problems with the coach. It goes from bad to worse over there. Mm. Oh well. So we covered Wales too. Put that in the thumbnail. Put that in the thumbnail for sure. Yeah. Wales and South Africa bonanza. Oh Wales fucks. <laughs> Question mark. I love Wales. <laughs> I love Wales too. Company of beef. All right, Mark. Well done. Cheers, Good man. work. All right, Kaki Tano. What did I? Catch you, folks.